You're watching No Go Zone with Henry. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us here today. Good to be back with you again. Another Woden's Day is upon us. It is Wednesday, the uh, let's get the numbers there, fifth of April already, 2023. Uh, if you can't believe it, it's good to be back with you. A little bit of a slower show here today, I think. Everything's been uh, delayed. I tell you, this cold is it's not that bad anymore, but the fatigue is still there. I'm like, <clears throat> everything goes 100 times slower. Hopefully, about it, that's uh, this in a couple of days here. But uh, regardless, uh, it is what it is. wanted to uh, talk a bit about Tucker today. I wanted to uh, play some clips. It's more of a clip show, I guess, uh, today. We do have some uh, <clears throat> random stories, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Just generally kind of... Just taking a, a slice out of the uh, the current situation that we find ourselves in and, and just uh, demonstrate and, and uh, underline, I guess, some of the problems uh, that we w that we face, and specifically internally, too, by the way, uh, speaking of Tucker. But anyway, good to be back with you guys and uh, hope you're uh, doing well. Hope you're doing better than I am. Uh, if you want to join us, Super Chats, interviewstream.live slash TV. You can Super Chat on Odyssey and Rumble. And uh, we'll keep an eye on that here throughout the stream. We'll read those on the air. Uh, thank you for your support, guys. Can't thank you enough for that. All right, so why don't we do this? We're begin on a li lighter note here, I guess, today. Uh, I want to talk about the UK first. Uh, so obviously, as you guys know, if you've been following some of our latest uh, uploads and stuff, we have a, uh, we had a, w w well, it's not an election. It was it was just the, the other politicians that were electing uh, Humza Yusuf over in uh, Scotland, right? We couple, uh, posted a couple of things on it. Uh, it's up on the website right now. Uh, and of course, you can just imagine, right? You have, you have uh, what is it now? Th four then South Asians, I guess the, 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 they call them because they're not all uh, Muslim. Rishi Sunak, he's of Indian descent, right? So technically he's uh, not sure if he's Hindu or what he, what he belongs to. But um, Pakistanis, uh, Hindus and so forth, they're like ending up in leadership positions uh, all over the UK. Uh, and uh, you can just imagine uh, the first time, because, you know, Pakistan and India are not on the best of terms. Maybe when it comes to like replacing white people and getting back at the, the English or something, they, they would be united. I'm not quite sure how that would work. Uh, although I have seen some pushback a little bit more from, I think, the Indians when it comes to um, what's been happening in the UK with, with the Pakistani, you know, grooming gangs and these kinds of things. But anyway, we got exclusive footage here today. <clears throat> the first uh, debate between Humsa Yusuf and uh, Rishi Sunak. Here we go. Yeah. If you want to go, then you go to hill and go down. Why you get okay, fried, man? Why? Are you crazy? You're fucking... Bigger. You are fucking, you are fucking... You fucking, fucking, you bloody... You bloody. Fuck you bloody! Bastard bitch! You fuck, fuck you, fuck you. you! Bloody fuck you bloody! Fucking mother bloody fuck bitch! Bitch, you bloody fuck you, you, you! Fucking bloody bastard! You. So, we're gonna, we're gonna... Bench you bloody! <laughs> Bench you! You blunder! No, but why... Is bloody no! Why? Bloody fucking... accident, then what you wanna do? Why you fuck me? I fuck you bloody! <laughs> Bloody bastard! Fucking running like lady, eh? Bloody! What the fuck, man? Fucking! Fucking no shout at me, innit? Why are you shouting at me? Because I am going to the work. If you don't do it, do the other place. Why are you shouting? Because of this, you are doing... Hello. I don't know you are doing like this. I think you are do, go, going to accident. No, shouting at me, no I, good, man. Not, not, me no but, shout at you. But, but, but the thing is that, what you think if you do like this one, you are going at work and somebody else... But that like one, this. if you're running like that one, you're gonna fucking fall, innit? Uh, but Hurting but, yourself. But, but, yeah, because of this, I uh, saved myself. That one, very icy road, man. Okay, have a nice day. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Right. 
right. <clears throat> yeah, it's just, it's no, it's fine. We just, we can laugh together with them. No, this is obviously a very, a very serious situation, to be honest. And maybe not here specifically, but I'm saying uh, generally. Uh, these are not the kind of fights we're seeing on the streets of uh, Britain. If you go to Germany, you see fights between Kurds and Turks. If you go to Sweden, you see fights between, I don't know, all kinds of different... Uh, Arab uh, factions and all the gang warfare and, and crazy stuff that we've been able to uh, import into our countries. Like we didn't have any issues before. Like now we have uh, up to up to our ears uh, with uh, with problems. Uh, so linked, I think it was um, the Pox, uh, probably linked uh, this one up here too. I think maybe she's of maybe 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 Polish. I'm not sure. She's a you know English sounding accent. Moved to England 17 years ago, when England was a beautiful place, when she was full of hope. Now it's a crime-ridden shithole. Listen to this here. It's absolutely amazing how much it's absolutely amazing how much England is glamorized. When I was 19, it was the thing to live in a UK because everything was bigger, everything was better, it was different, everybody was different. I have lived in the UK for 17 years now and when I tell you that this is the shittest fucking place to live out of everywhere that I've fucking been, that's not a fucking lie. When I moved to this country 17 years ago, none of this shit was happening. Or the maybe from, is from South America maybe? Any guesses on the phenotype in chat? What is she? Past 17 years. Argentina? Spain? I don't know. It's hard to just deteriorating even more. Even more, to the point when it's an absolute fucking shithole. I never wanted to have a family or raise my children in this country. It is not safe for children. And if you are young well, true. and you aspire to live in London, just know that London is the biggest shithole going around. Everything that you see in the TV of these beautiful, you know, the palace and the Big Ben and everything like that, it's all just glamorized. The streets are disgusting. The crime is fucking outrageous all over the fucking country. This place is not what it used to be. No fucking British people will fucking tell you that. This country used to be fucking great. Now, look at it. Fucking look at it. If you have got the means to pack up and leave this country and go and start somewhere fresh, I hardly suggest you fucking do because the situation in here is just going to get shitter and shitter. Yeah, someone said Bulgaria. Maybe Bulgaria? Yeah, that could be... That could be... That could be about... Everything right. that's happening in the country in regards to cost of living, it's happening for a reason. It's preparing you for what is going to fucking happen. That's all I'm saying. So if you are from Europe and you are young and you think that England is the place to be, just know that it isn't. And that's coming from a European. Yeah, okay. But so, uh, yeah, from Europe. Yeah, maybe Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Maybe something like that. But uh, anyway, but it's the same in all the fucking European countries now, right? To, to use her vernacular there. Uh, it, what, what do you, I mean, it's not, I mean, we've talked about this, like flee and things like that. I think it's better to go to an area inside of the country that, you know, you're, you're from or you belong or where you live in and basically ensure a zone in that area. That's basically what we have to do, because this shit is going to collapse. It's going to fall apart. It's not going to work. It's going to descend into chaos, and we're going to have to have somewhere uh, where we can raise our children and continue civilization. Keep that, keep the fire alive, you know what I mean? That's what we have to do, no matter what. Because, <clears throat> um, and, and maybe, you know, it's for the better, in a way, right? But it's, but it's sad. It's sad and heartbreaking watching this. 
right before our eyes, right? Look at this here. Look at some footage we got from uh, how England used to look in the 19... She was at 17, just 17 years ago. I mean, it was, it was bad then, you could say. Now it's out of control. Check this out. 1940, England. Look at those clean streets. Look at the order. Look at the aesthetics. Man, incredible. footage for a bit here oh, yeah something looks more about like the 1920s yeah maybe late 30s Let no one ever tell you uh, that it wasn't better in the past. Holy smokes. Uh, we're lucky, though, because uh, the future is the past, eventually, right? Got to be patient. Wait for it. We'll get there again. All right. Um, so we still do incredible things. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about that, right? We do some just incredible things with new technology, new advancements, things like that to just keep kind of civilization going and the technology that uh, uh, we for the most part are, are way overrepresented in having developed and things like that now that's not always for the better right the progress is not always for the better and definitely not with technology and we're definitely standing in front of a new era uh, with that in regards to like artificial intelligence right now a lot of you know dangerous things are things you know on the horizon um but uh, let me just show and it, these are you know small little things but it could be it could be could be good to see some of these things too. We got to inspire ourselves, right? Maybe this doesn't inspire you, but it's just one of these incredible things, right? To have this, <laughs> maybe we should have a regular segment, right? White people things, right? Here's a guy climbing these huge radio towers, changing that. It's actually not a little light bulb; it's a, a quite substantial light bulb uh, at the very top, so that you know helicopters, airplanes, other things in the air, air balloon, hot air balloons, and things like that can see these towers and not collide with them. 
And, you know, you got to ask yourselves, uh, uh, what happens to these kinds of things once there's no uh, white people uh, left? I mean, look, we're not going to let it get to that, but I'm just saying, just just, just imagine the scenario so, th- so that we can keep that as a kind of a motivating factor of why we have to <laughs> we have to fight back and push back against this. Check out this footage. I thought I thought this was quite incredible, actually. Right in the gut. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not anybody that just uh, can do shit like this. Is that like the Midwest in the US? It could be like, could be like Southern Sweden, Denmark too, if you look at the topography, you know, but anyway. Uh, that's pretty incredible stuff right there. I'm not uh, <coughs> you get impressed by stuff like that. And it, here's actually a couple of clips I came across. Uh, I was on the Weather Channel of all things, and uh, you know, just it's random things that like that, that white people do. And of course, you know, it's it's these are uh, creations in the ice. Uh, you'll see it in a moment here. So obviously, it was like Finland are big on this. Uh, Northern states, uh, you know, Minnesota, uh, and I think uh, this is Maine here. Check this out. The world's largest ice carousel. I've never even heard of this stuff like this. One thing they didn't include there is actually, they said it's over 1,700 feet, right? But it, they actually made it, these, these guys actually made it seven, 1776 feet, right? It's kind of a kind of a feat, uh, to be honest. Check out some of these other uh, clips that go a little bit more in depth there. They were trying to set the uh, record for the largest ice carousel. Crazy shit, white people do. Before we get to your forecast, take a look at this. Folks in the St. John Valley have done it again, setting a take record. Take a look at this, folks for the world's largest ice carousel today. The spinning ice disc on Long Lake in Sinclair is 1,234 feet wide. The last record was set in Finland at 1,020 feet. Northern Maine ice busters used a ditch witch, long bar chainsaws, and six power augers to get the job done. As for how it spun, a large diesel motor with a propeller and several outboard motors too got it going at a glacial one mile per hour. Oh, well, that's something there. Uh, I have one more clip here. <laughs> As I said, it was going to be, it'll be a clip show a little bit here today, guys. Uh, nice, nice and, nice and easy. 
Let me see here. Let me go back. Where are we here? Uh, oh, yeah. No, this is the one. Okay, well, let's the, check this out. The third time in five years, the Northern Maine Ice Busters are looking to break the record for the largest ice carousel in the world. In order to do that, though, they have to beat Finland's ice carousel that holds the current record at 1,692 feet in diameter. It's a huge endeavor and a whole lot of ice. Ugh, Our so, last sorry, record. <laughs> sorry for these awful hosts, folks. It's, this is the what I'm after here this week. It was 27 acres of ice, which is a very large parcel of real estate. This one here, because of the, 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 how big we had to get, is going to be 56 acres of ice to spin. So it's going to be up over 100,000 tons. It's going to be a very heavy iceberg to move. So we're keeping our fingers crossed that I've got the right propulsion set up for this. Oh, my God. It sounds... Yeah, it sounds like a monster of of a challenge that you have on your hands. Yeah, on here, like how there are little specks out there. You can see the two teams, and they're maybe that's right. It was Africans that have entered the ice carousel. Yeah, I don't know. They might be a, a thousand feet apart right now. We got another four thousand six hundred feet to go. What does it take to cut this carousel? What does that What does that look like? <laughs> the first step is to take augers, ice augers, which every fisherman is familiar with, and then every three feet we drill a hole that's guided by a real-time kinematic GPS system. So it's, it's within, it's very, very Holy accurate. <laughs> so we drill a hole every three feet, then we got two methods to cut the ice out in between. We have a machine, a trenching machine, which is working out there as we speak right now. <laughs> it's quite slow, but it, it, it it's, does a nice I, I job. Love it. I, it's, it's, this is one of the, the, the wonderful things about our folk, right, about our people. It, but, but it's also... <laughs> It can also be kind of annoying in a way, right? I mean, it's great. It, this is, but it's this con the constant improving, which is which is a fantastic thing. But then, occasionally, it's this you know don't, don't, you know if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We always have to have progress and new things and development and stuff. And and I get the drive. You know, I feel like that myself. Even you know, you don't want to you want to new you know improve. You want to do new things. You want to do it differently. All these kinds of things. But just the incredible amount of like you know dedication and effort and machines i mean now we're talking about technology like you have to like do a you know send up stuff into space in order to pull that off in this way but like gps satellite systems and <laughs> it's it's incredible moving all the ice and the second method is you take a chainsaw and you cut between the two holes and then you push the block of ice underneath the lake out of the way of the carousel we want to make sure that the circle is free and we will not spin it until saturday so when everybody's here for the festival uh, we'll, they'll, we'll, they'll get a chance to make history. You'll get in the Guinness Book of World Records. So how are you feeling? Are you nervous? Excited? Both? On, how are you feeling? I'm <laughs> I'm fine. I'm, great day to fly. Oh, no, we're, <laughs> we're living the dream today. This is awesome. I always get the pre-jitters there. Uh, you know, when we, we, we have to make this happen, there's a lot of work involved to do it. Uh, but today, with just the sun shining on our head, everything's going according to plan. So, no, we're good today. My gosh, I love it. And I know that the ice carousel has... It's become a tradition for you guys, really, and and seeing the pictures of it every year, it never gets old. How did this idea even come about in the beginning? That was something I admit that the internet showed me. I saw a very small one, and we're like, hey, we could do that. So we went over to the sporting club, which is right across the lake, what, just to cut a hole. We cut a small one, like 100 feet. And then we realized the world record was only like a couple hundred feet bigger than that. So we're like, hey, we could break the world record. I ended up getting in touch with Yanni Capoletto, who is the team leader in Finland. And then we heard there's a guy in Minnesota doing it, Chuck's Willing, who's on his way. He's going to be here tomorrow from Minnesota. He's flying in from Minnesota. <laughs> and the other world record holder was in Quebec in 2018 or 19. We tried to go to each of these events. I was in Finland a few months ago. 
uh, to help them cut the world record. Which now it's, is a, now it's a sport. You know what I mean? Now it's like it's a whole, it's an industry of sponsorships and stuff. The international travel to go to these ice carousels. Right now, incredible. 1,692 <clears throat> feet. And we're going to do it 1776, 1776. See, they do you see nice that the Weather Channel thing, they excluded that, though, most of the other ones? Like, it's not a big deal, but it's obviously like these guys, you know, it sends a little bit of a signal, right? They're, they're, they're patriotic here, right? They're thinking of the founding of their country and stuff. And of course, oh, it's over 70, uh, over 1700 feet. And, th and they leave it at that. Like, fuck you. Chaotic circle. I was going to ask you about you going to Finland and the, the Minnesota team coming out to kind of help you with things, too. So, it, it's a competition, but it sounds like it's a friendly competition it's for very you guys. Fun. It's common courtesy. Like when they come here, we kind of take care of them. And when I went to Finland, they were very gracious to me. They put me up in a hotel for five days and I, I helped them cut the circle out there. So, yeah, we, we, we don't try to. I, I joked around once. I said, hey, I'm going to fill your, your chainsaws for you. So I brought a bottle of water over there and pretended I was dumping water in their chainsaws. <laughs> They're like, whoa, 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 don't do that. <laughs> Perkele indeed. So the event is taking All right, place. Okay, there we go. <clears throat> okay, good stuff. Not sure if you enjoy that, but that, I thought that was funny. Something different, right? Incredible. Look at that thing. The whole thing is spinning and the, you know, like a, I mean, it's not a perfect circle, obviously, but it's like down to like with GPS technology, they're doing this shit now. It's incredible. Uh, all right, let, let me take a couple of these on uh, Odyssey here before I, before I lose them. Where's my mouse? Oh, there it is. Here we go. Uh, okay. Let me see here. <clears throat> No? Oh, no, there we go. Okay, here we go. Chalky Milk, checking in. Hello, Henrik, executive producer, TM. Good to see you. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Uh, maybe maybe next time, since uh, 1488 is enough for a dozen eggs. Yeah, we're actually buying uh, local eggs right now, so that will get us, I think, at least three, three dozen, I think, or something like that. Yeah, yes, it's actually a very, very good price. So thank you. That will be, uh, they'll be coming handy. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, Michael, 57DE, good to see you. Hail Henrik. Hail the gods. Hail our folk. Uh, one of two here messages. Did you hear about the man who registered as a woman to compete in a Canadian weightlifting competition and blew up the world, the record uh, of the tranny who had blown up the world record of real women lifter? No. he's Now he's crying about how unfair it is a man competed. Oh, really? Did he not? There's a second message here. So he followed the Canadian rules and said that he identified as a woman. Uh, they had to they had to let him compete. Of course they did. The tranny is crying about it. Not being fair, uh, fair a man took his record away. <laughs> Here's the video. Let's see if we can play that. Uh, I got to click in on the click in on that message. Let me see here. How do I do that? Oh, there we go. No, 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 I can't do that. I got to pull that up then. That could be fun to look at, actually. Sorry, guys. I'll find it here. There it is. Okay. I'm going to send that to myself, too. That'll be the trick right there. Uh, actually, wait, let me do it here. <laughs> let me do it. You know what we can do? We'll play that next year. I have a couple of uh, I have a couple of other things I'm going to play real quick, and then we'll pull that up in the in, in between there. Uh, I so, you know, yeah, so the Weather Channel did this stuff, and then you realize immediately, of course, when you're over there, you get the... Uh, all the global warming propaganda, right? Uh, so they had a clip regarding how everything is going to, uh, the levels, I think it was, ice sheet levels were going to, oh, the, the Greenland ice sheet is going to melt if, I forget what it was, X amount of, uh, car, you know, tons of carbon in the air and, and six feet of, of uh, uh, 
uh, you know, ocean level is going to go up and all these crazy things. Look at the clip here. And uh, I just want to make the point that we're going uh, right now, actually, in the opposite direction here, too. Uh, Sweden just had the coldest March nights uh, and a night in March for 150 years where we are in the northern parts of Idaho. It's like it just it snowed again, you know, last night and stuff. It's not like dislodging. Uh, it, it Spring is feels far off, unfortunately. It could break any moment, don't get me wrong, but it's it, it's lingering uh, what it feels like longer than, than usual. Uh, and that's, of course, because we're going into a cold period, right? We're actually going uh, between uh, the modern minimum, the, you know, the Milankovitch cycle. There's all these kinds of things you can look at, trends and so forth. We're actually heading into, well, hopefully it will just be like a mini ice age, uh, but it could be a full-fledged one. We, we don't even know. And so ironically... I don't think it would matter to be. I think these cycles are just too vast and too large. But ironically, the one thing that potentially could turn this around is, of course, then carbon activity. Right now, right now, we played a clip in the Western Warrior Show. Um, they're putting these plastic bags uh, on cows right now, where they're having them fart into these bags. Right, that's methane gas, or it's just maybe they don't fart technically in them, but it. You've seen those weird holes they have in the side of the stomach on them? So they patch that out into a plastic bag. It looks like a big uh, backpack. And then they're lighting that on fire, which I think produces, you know, carbon dioxide or something like that. Um, And what, water vapor? I I forget what they do, but they burn it anyway. And it's like, you know, there's like a a billion cattle on the earth or something like that. I don't, I don't even know if it contributes. Maybe it does contribute a little bit, right? But it's probably insignificant, at least if you compare it to like volcanic activity and things like this. But regardless, ironically, those are the very things we should be doing more of right now as well in order to potentially combat something. That's Again, it's probably not possible. Uh, but, but look at the propaganda here from the Weather Channel. Uh, how they're scaring it. Uh, here's another report, and well, maybe they, they, they allegedly or could, like a lot of these words they always use. Check it out. It's a shocking warning. We're already halfway to a tipping point that could trigger six feet of sea level rise. Once 1,000 gigatons of carbon dioxide are released into the atmosphere, the massive Greenland ice sheet will hit a point of no return, researchers warn in a new study. The southern part of the ice sheet will melt entirely, even if no more carbon is emitted. If 2,500 gigatons of CO2 are released, the whole ice sheet would melt, causing sea levels to rise almost 23 feet. Scientists say the process could take hundreds, if not thousands of years. But once it's started, future generations won't be able to stop it. Since 2003, the Greenland ice sheet has been losing billions of tons of ice each year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, sure. It's growing in other parts. Though. Have you seen? Have you seen that? It's. Uh, I mean, it changes all the time. This is why. <laughs> but even like when it's colder, they're arguing. That's right. It's climate change, everybody. Uh, it's going to get much warmer, and it's like no, it's going to get colder. Like heads up, watch out, because it's uh, it's going to fucking suck uh, if it goes in that direction. Like this this idea of net zero or net co- or carbon free and all this stuff is literally the most idiotic suicidal mission that mankind collectively have ever uh you know set upon it, it's a down to what a handful of elites essentially that's primarily pushing this kind of stuff right uh, but this idea that they're going to capture carbon turning it into rock and bury it underground and things like that i mean it's just complete 
utter insanity, right? Uh, anyway, here's that clip. Let's play a little bit of this. It's like seven minutes. We can play a few minutes um, if he's bearable here. A gut, gut felt. Uh, let's check it out here a little bit. This is from uh, Michael here. Him. A male powerlifter recently entered a women's event in Canada and smashed the bench press record held by a trans athlete. But how, you ask, was a guy allowed to compete with women? Turns out in Canada, which Fox has confirmed is a real place, <laughs> their powerlifting union allows athletes to sign up for any gendered event based on how they feel. No questions asked. Biden has a similar policy this when it comes to hiring way, people actually. in his administration. <laughs> I do like them. Yeah. The bearded beefcake, Avi Silverberg, who is very much a man identified as a woman to enter the competition. His goal was simple. Show how unfair it is for biological males to compete against women. Do we have a, do we have a, do we have a subplot here, folks? Is there, <laughs> you're telling me there's a Silverberg that <clears throat> in order to uh, win the gold medal, he... Uh, he did a very unscrewed... I mean, look, this is obviously funny. This is making a point and all that stuff, but <laughs> it's kind of funny that it's <laughs> Silverberg doing it. <laughs> Competing in the bench press, Silverberg easily beat the old record by nearly 100 pounds, which converts in ca Canadian currency to one crate of maple syrup. <laughs> the best part? Several records in the Canadian women's division are held by a woman who used to be a man. This is that lifter. I mean, standard bench in powerlifting competition for women. I literally don't understand why it's so bad. My son, he weighs 45 pounds. His max bench is like 33. I'm legit seeing some women in competition who are doing something like 50 pounds. And I just don't understand it. Mm. <laughs> that person was actually there to watch her records get crushed. So, Don't use ha, her language, ha, ha, gut ha, 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 how does it feel? And so it proves an important point about women's sports, that maybe it's time to take the spotlight off biological men and put it back where it belongs, on lesbians. <laughs> Go lesbians! We are pro-lesbian here. Tyrus, as a weightlifter, how do stories like these make you feel? Well, I hate that he had to make that point. Yeah. Right. No, that's a good uh, that's a good point there. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. No, I mean, they they all they all deserve it. They all deserve each other. Sabotage this as much as possible. Just because I mean, because at what point do you draw the line? At what point do you say this is just this is just an imagination in your head? No, you you are not genuinely, you know thinking that you're something that you're not <laughs> this person over here they're absolutely 100 they think you know they're a flying bat that's totally fine they identify as that uh, you have to obey them you have to bow down you have to bend the knee and bend over preferably uh, and you have to use their pronouns you're, you're going to be jailed right no this is this is good this is there's no other outcome this is going to uh, spiral and descend into complete uh, uh, lunacy and, and circus uh, chaos which is which is good, which is uh, what we want at this point. Um, yes, so anyway, I wanted to check, you know, let's talk about the environment here. We're going back and tracking the flow of some of the videos we had here. We had a big, what did we had? We had the hurricane, I think in, was it Missouri, right? All these other things now they're pointing to. Oh my God, this is, 
Do I have that? Yeah, there it is. Um, again, global wobble, right? We, oh, look at this uh, t- a tornado uh, went through. But of course, this is, you know, this is actually a real, this is a big problem uh, in some of these areas when it hits and stuff like that. You never know. This could be, of course, uh, you know, weather engineering and other things. But of course, it's also uh, natural. This is Glen Allen, Missouri. Check out uh, some of the large scale damage here. I think there have been like number of tornadoes recently. Did I say hurricane? Torna- tornadoes, of course. Um, number of tornadoes just over the last like, couple of weeks, to be honest. So it's a little bit more than, than uh, usual, but the spin here, of course, is down. Well, see, that proves it. That means we're having uh, climate change, and this is, and the weather is going to get worse and stuff like that. And look, it's oh, <laughs> these cycles change all the time. There's been, you know, uh, periods of catastrophic climate, uh, you know, changes and things like that. And it's been, I mean, even just thinking back winters when, when I was uh, young growing up, it was different then. It's certainly been warmer for, for a period, but, but I think we're going back now, right? Um, so anyway, so this is the next part I want to show you here too. Um, well, actually, let's do the environmental thing. We, we, the spin here is, of course, these are the environmental issues. We have to tr- trap carbon. We have to bury it underground. We have to do all these crazy things. Meanwhile, they're actually ignoring, avoiding, tackling some of the major environmental disasters that are happening. Right? We just had the uh, uh, Norfolk Southern uh, derailment. We've talked about that. That's not long ago. There's been uh, how many? There's some people following it on Twitter. It's been like 15 more since then. It hasn't been. I think as bad each time with the, uh, the the type of cargo that it's transporting. So it wasn't like a, a toxic attack every time. Uh, but, you know, the next one it could be, uh, right? So seven of the investigators that went to East Palestine uh, were now, of course, getting sick. Big surprise. Check this clip out. Seven investigators examining possible health impacts from a train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, briefly became sick themselves, the CDC has said. The illness, first reported by CNN and ABC News, hit seven of 15 investigators surveying residents after the train derailed in February. The Norfolk Southern train was hauling toxic chemicals. Half of the Ohio town's population was evacuated when officials intentionally burned a tanker car of vinyl chloride to prevent an uncontrolled explosion. Oh, sure. That was a retarded move by whatever. And then they said, oh, it's fine. You can come back now. And of course, these people are going to be suffering from health consequences for decades to come. Government officials say tests of the air and water in the area haven't found dangerous levels of chemicals. <laughs> the CDC told... Absolute bullshit. It's disgusting how they're covering for this ABC company. News, the investigators reported having sore throats, headaches, coughing and nausea some of the same symptoms residents said they experienced. The investigator's symptoms cleared up the same afternoon <laughs> and they haven't reported any ongoing health effects. Oh, good. So it's all settled then. CNN. Well, there you go. That settles it then. No, of course, the, the disgusting part of this too is how little they actually focus on the environmental issues, on the damage caused by these kinds of things. What are you going to do in the future to fix it? I mean, I think one of the agencies are, are, are suing them now. So, I get, you know, good, I guess. But these companies have prioritized a bunch of global homo things, such as uh, diversity, inclusion, and equity in these kinds of things. Right? There was a good post at, at VDI detailing this. Uh, Northbrook Southern derailment was latest sign that idiocracy 
uh, is here. Look at this uh, tweet that they dug up from 2016 from them here. Right? Uh, Thanks to everyone who came out today to celebrate the annual festival of local colors. Uh, Virginia in Roanoke, Virginia. Hashtag diversity. Here's a, <laughs> a video that they have uh, on there. It's actually, I think it's unlisted, but uh, they do have it on uh, the Norfolk Southern uh, YouTube channel. Check this out. Diversity matters because we want all perspectives and all backgrounds present at the table helping us make those decisions. The more diverse and inclusive we are, the better business will be. There you go. Just uh, just signal a little bit about your uh, about your die system, and uh, you're good to go. You can derail train cars. You can toxic, uh, you know, dump toxic chemicals on a bunch of uh, white, uh, poor, you know, uh, GOP or conservative voting uh, people. That's totally fine. Don't worry about that. We don't need we don't need a deeper discussion about that. That's not uh, <clears throat> that's not uh, disproportionately affecting uh, uh, white people or anything like that. No, to- totally fine. Right. All right. Um, let me see. We got one more here. Western uh, Collapse Report says, The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Have some scratch. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, so we did have some good news out of Idaho here. I was surprised they, they did this. <clears throat> Idaho governor is Greg, sorry, Brad, Greg, Brad Little, uh, signed into law a bill on Tuesday that would ban transgender minors from accessing gender affirmative care. Now, the, the language they use here, we'll, we'll, we'll show you in a moment what, partially at least, some testimony of what that actually means, what that really entails. Uh, but anyway, I haven't, I haven't seen the local piece. Let's, uh, let's see what they say here on this first. But no, I was surprised that they, they did this. Uh, since we live in the state, I called, you know, you could call a number, you can, uh, he, he, they were going to take that into account in terms of either passing the bill or rejecting the bill. And apparently enough people called good. And so they just, at, at least this basic step, you think this would be, you'd think we wouldn't even be at this point, but, but here we find ourselves. So at least it's good that we're seeing some kind of pushback against the most insane, uh, you know, medical uh, Frankensteinian torture experiments that some of these, uh, you know, sadists are enjoying doing on kids, which makes them, of course, uh, sterile for the rest of their lives. They put them on puberty blockers, different kinds of hormone blockers, and these kinds of life-altering things while lying and saying, no, no, it's all reversible, don't worry about it kind of thing. Uh, anyway, here's the clip. Here. Watch Idaho now has a law preventing gender-affirming care for children. Governor Little signed House Bill 71 earlier this evening. Beginning next year, Idaho doctors could go to prison for up to 10 years Good. if they provide gender-affirming care to minors. The so law to makes it a felony to provide transition-related surgeries, puberty blockers, and hormone therapies to minors, taking the decision Bastard. away from parents and their family doctors. In his transmittal letter, Governor Little says he recognizes our society, quote, plays a role in protecting minors from surgeries that or treatments that can irreversibly damage their healthy bodies. However, as policymakers, we should take great caution whenever we consider allowing the government to interfere with loving parents and their decisions about what is best for their children, end quote. 
It's worth noting the American Academy of Pediatrics and the American Medi yeah, no, Medical it's good. It's, that's good. Association approves gender-affirming care as a way to treat kids with gender dysphoria. No, the law no. will take effect January first. Why are they all? Why are they always these news stations spinning it that this is like this is a this is a disaster. This is a you know. Could, could gazillion uh, trans kids will be, uh, you know, going to the uh, going to the showers as a consequence of this? You know, it's always this bit. Why is there no sensible goddamn media out there, right? Some local little channel is like, oh my god, I can't believe they're doing this, right? Here's the let me play you this here. Here's a testimony to what some people are dragged into, and and, and you know, in some cases it's. In a way, I mean, it, it does matter if you're, you know, 14, obviously, versus, let's say, 19 or whatever. But it's but it's as insane to push this on, an, on a 19-year-old, in a way. It's it's more evil the, the younger you get, obviously, but it's still insane. That's my point. It doesn't... I'm not one of these, like, wolves, when you're 18, then it's fine. You can do whatever... You, no, this shit needs to be banned. This is ruining people's lives, is ruining their ability... To have kids, I mean, it's 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 insane. L listen to this testimony. Here's a here's a a a girl at the time then that the pro trans activist global homos try to convince. No, you're a boy. Here you go. And here's yet another testimony of this like just conveyor belt without any checks and balances, despite the fact that they say this is this is oh well, this is a very complicated procedure, and we have all these you know, doctors and officials, and it's very, you know, it's very professional and stuff like that. Uh, no, many times, these kids, you know, or, or in this case, now some some adults, but there were kids when this happened to them, it was just a, a, a conveyor, but just straight into this machine, and basically like, this is, do you feel a little bit out of place, a little bit confused? Well, obviously, you have gender dysphoria. Here we go, straight onto the pills, and then straight into the uh, surgical room. Listen to this. A mentally ill teenager who had been groomed and preyed upon and sexually exploited online to the point of authorities getting involved. I spiraled into a hatred of myself and my body and was told that it was just because I was a boy born in the wrong body and that this would fix me. I was affirmed down a path where I wasn't given any other choice as to what would help me. The very first medical intervention I ever had was a double mastectomy at 16. And then a few months later, I was put on testosterone. I'm now 21, and I will live with the impacts of that so-called care for the rest of my life. In the past four or five months, I have watched as my body has fallen apart in front of me. Yep. My joints constantly hurting, my vocal cords aching, watching as parts of me atrophy away before my very eyes. And yet at 16, they looked me in the eyes and they told me this was care. They told me it would save me. Despite the fact I was never suicidal, my parents were baited with the idea of, would you rather have a dead daughter or a living son? Yep, that's the slogan we use. Going along with it, their biggest crime being trusting those who they thought took an oath to do no harm. All they do is harm. It's not about hate, detransitioning. It never has been. Maybe it's it about be. <laughs> keeping kids whole. I've. I've worked with children. I've seen them explore the world. 
and I've seen that magic that they have. And doing something like transitioning them takes that away. How can you look me in the eyes and tell me that a child can consent to being changed to an experimental medical industry before they are even old enough to drive or understand the impacts of what that means in the first place? Kids deserve to be kids. They deserve to get to explore the world as a safe and loving place. Yeah. I mean, this needs to be pushed back vehemently on. I mean, it, there's, there's just no doubt about it. It's one of our great evils of our time. Uh, it's not the only problem we, we face, unfortunately. We talk about replacement all the time, and some people have kind of honed in on this as the big issue. Uh, they both need to be fought on, on, on equal uh, terms as vehemently. On some level, one ties into the other because this is like an attack, uh, you know what I mean? On like, uh, uh, they see all the, the, the opposition, all the people that are doing this to us see this as some kind of expression of like white supremacy if you don't allow this to, to go through and we need to have access to your kids. It's all part of the same propaganda, essentially, in, in, in a roundabout way. Um, but so we had the Tennessee situation right i saw someone the bill in tennessee was reversed in chat i'm just searching for that quick i didn't see anything about that but yes there are a few bills here and there where they basically have said we're gonna we gotta try to protect kids you know what i mean so it's like good like finally (laughs) finally there's something right but again this the the trans side sees as a genocide this is like going after them on, on on every level when this of course is about protecting uh these kids these innocent kids that are being propagandized into shit like that but one thing they did in Tennessee, the New York Times report on this, uh, was that they actually took away three Democrats, uh, I guess, uh, position in the House of Representatives in, in Tennessee. Uh, I think I think that's what happened. I'll, I'll read it here. Um, and of course, the New York Times says, Oy vey, oh, dis- they're silencing us and dissent and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, look, oh, the gloves are off at this point. Like, these people are not... If they if they get their way and get all the power, which they've been... We're, we're, we're an inch away, you know what I mean, from that. And, and there's so many other things out there right now which, which will get them to that point. It's from, from the CBDCs to the replacement, right? It's like, it, it's... We're very close to just end up in a situation where, like, if they can, they will just, like, round up the people that they dislike. And that's going to be a majority of people. That's going to be white people. Uh, and if you're straight, if you're if you're against some of this leftist global homo stuff, um, they'll, they'll, they'll just lock you away. You know what I mean? We're this close to it right now. But, but we're seeing a pushback, which is good. But the, what I'm getting at is that they would do this in a heartbeat if and when they can. And they have doing, they are doing things like this, right? Taking away people's rights. Look at what happens with Douglas Mackey, right? Uh, Ricky Vaughn, we'll look at that also in a moment here. Hillary actually commented on that. Uh, so we'll play that clip. Last Thursday, this is the New York Times here, in the wake of the shooting, peaceful protesters. We showed you the footage there. It wasn't at all peaceful. They're like four. It, it was super similar scenes to like the J six stuff. Uh, you know what I mean? Depending on what, depending on what part of the building you were zooming in on at any given time, right? In one part it was like a, a peaceful tour, and yes, in another part it was like them pushing in on the uh, on the Metropolitan Police and the Capitol Police and trying to get in there and stuff, right? But that's what they were doing here too. They were pushing in. They were try, they were turning violent against the the police that were there, or the state patrol, whatever uh, actual law enforcement uh, was there. So that's a lie to begin with. Peaceful protesters at the Tennessee State Capitol 
rallied for gun reform. Yeah, so now it's the now it's not the person doing the shooting, now it's the guns. You see how that goes back and forth? If it's a white person, then it's the person and its ideology that needs to be uh, taken care of and removed. Activists waved signs in the Statehouse Gallery. And representatives Justin Jones, Gloria Johnson and Justin J. Pearson, all Democrats, led them in a chance from the House floor during breaks. Between bills, the lawmakers also approached the podium to speak. They did not wait to be formally recognized. So that, there you go. That's, you know, the, you might not like it, but that's just a procedure of the thing. If you, if you can't, you know, behave, well, there are going to be consequences. And for once, they actually, they got, they received some consequences. On Monday, Statehouse Rep- Republicans stripped all three of their committee memberships and deactivated their ID badges. The Democrats did knowingly and intentionally bring disorder and dishonor to the House of Representatives. The formal resolutions against them read, Tomorrow the House will vote on whether to expel the three lawmakers for uh, for talking out of turn. Now, is this, when is this, what's the date on this? Fifth? Okay, so, that's a, so that will be tomorrow then. So uh, we'll check in on that and see what happens. Uh, so good, you know what I mean? Expulsion is extremely rare in Tennessee's history. As the political reporter Natalie Allison pointed out on Twitter, the Tennessee House didn't even vote to expel a Republican legislator who had been accused of sexually assaulting three teenage girls. Well, was he convicted or was it just an accusation? Anyway, you get the point. So at least they, they uh, and, and it's like, well, yeah, kick out him too. I'm not, I'm not just defending them. I'm not team GOP here, as you guys know, but I'm just saying, these worst lunatics on the trans front and anti-gun front are, for the most part, on the Democrat side. And so finally you get some some teeth occasionally where you actually push back and, and just strip, just take it away. Just just lock these people away. Just just do what they are intending to do to us. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just like, I, <laughs> I'm done. You know what I mean? If we don't stop these people, they're just, they're going to put, they're going to do all the things that they claim we're going to do to them, to us. Uh, so anyway... So that's some that's some good news. Let me see here. We had. Let me check here real quick. I miss here. Uh, Trucker Chris says, uh, "Heil Heinrich." Thanks for all you do. Thank you. Appreciate that. It's kind of good to see you here. Uh, Rowdy dude says, uh, "Thank you for that donut." It's kind of Have you heard about this, Henrik? Cattlemen and pork association lobbyists are pushing for mRNA vax for cows and pigs. So I hope we can get to it. I have a little segment here. Oh, this is the one. That's Thomas Rents. Yes, ex- yes, I do. Now, I have the uh, a video. I think it's uh, uh, Greg Reese from Infowars who did a video. I, I wanted to play that. Uh, occasionally, he does some really good ones, and uh, this is one of the good ones. Uh, big, huge warning. They're trying to essentially uh, a- a- mRNA our food, right? That's what this is, and I assume this is in, in the wake of that because, you know, cows, pork, right? Uh, I saw it with in regards to the plants, but this is in regards to the meat then, which is insane. Let me add in that sign, uh, this that link rather, and we got to play that. Thank you for that. That's a great, uh, that's a great uh, sync with what I already have there. So thank you, uh, Rowdy Dude. Appreciate that. Western Collapse Report says, uh, did you all cover the woman with a gun at Chicago Trump Tower? We did not. I've not done that. Yeah, I mean we covered a little bit of the circus in in the Western Warrior Show for members here. Uh, obviously, no, uh, uh, no mug shots, right? They're, they're, apparently, they didn't call for that, but the whole thing is just ridiculous. But I'm sure we're going to see some kind of gay op around all of this. Um, so maybe that's one. Maybe it's genuine or whatever. But yeah, I'll uh, I'll check it out if we do have a little bit of time over later, and we'll see if there's uh, uh, anything we can uh, 
we can show in regards to that. Uh, one more here from Western Collapse Report. Uh, as I call the Uniparty, the Demon Rats and the Republi Republicucks. Uh, the left are evil and the right are completely useless. Yeah, they're toothless. They're all rhetoric and no action. But that's when I'm like, oh, did they they actually did. They they did something. You know what I mean? And of course, immediately the New York Times is like <laughs> outrage. Oh, these poor dissidents. Yeah, when when the fuck have you cared about people getting their bank accounts shut down? New York Times, you fucking scum. It it just it's and then you know, Doug Mackey. All these things that are happening right now, the, the J6 people, you know, they don't give a shit when people's rights are actually taken away uh, uh, truly, but they pretend that they're all, uh, you know, get all squeamish because someone just basically enforced uh, uh, ordinance, you know, <laughs> in the House of Representatives in Tennessee. Here's another one. I guess this is adjacent to our tranny stuff. <clears throat> uh, Michael Rappaport, right, the uh, crazy Jewish actor. He, this is one of those, they all, they deserve each other. And this is great to see. He got in a, some kind of, fu I'm not sure what it is about. I think he's trying to tell Antifa members outside of the uh, Manhattan courthouse yesterday to like not get violent. I guess. Maybe I'm missing that. Maybe, maybe chat, you have a different interpretation of that, but, but it's great. The fact <laughs> it's great. The fact that they're getting at each other and he totally deserves this. Uh, and of course, it derails immediately into some just like I'm going to suck your cock. No, you no, you're going to suck mine. <laughs> Sorry for the bad language, folks, but that's what's in the clip. Okay, so t <laughs> look at this here. My man, <laughs> you, you, nobody's going anywhere. You don't don't make the mistake. No, My man, don't make the mistake. Don't make the mistake. Don't make the mistake. I don't know where the fuck you think you are. Don't make the mistake. What the fuck out? What are you going to do? Why are you wearing a mask? Get out of here. Elaborate on your feelings about the day. It's fantastic. It's a fantastic day. Yo, you want to walk around the corner with me? You want to, you want to walk around the corner with me? You want to walk around the corner with me? Do you want, do you want to walk around the corner with me? Oh, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Come around the corner with me. There's nobody around. Trying to get me to suck his dick. Yeah, I'm trying to get you to come suck my dick. I'll come around the corner with you. Wait, what's the corner with you? Come around the corner with me. I'll make you suck my dick. Come around the corner with me. I'll make you suck my dick. Come around the corner with me. I'll make you suck my dick. Am I missing something here? Uh, yeah, it does sound kind of gay, Western Clubs. It does sound kind of gay. I'm not sure what <laughs> is. Am I misunderstanding? Is this over like some optics thing? He's trying to control the anti-fags, like don't do this kind of thing. <laughs> it's a, is that what it's about? I, I just don't because they're. As far as I know, they have nothing to disagree on, right? They would, uh, they're basically on the same side. No? Am I right? Remember when he went after uh, uh, Kanye? Remember the DEFCON, uh, DEFCON 6 million? Kooky Kanye West. What are you talking about DEFCON 1? DEFCON 2? See, see, Jews, we, we know about DEFCON 3, DEFCON 4. You're not doing DEFCON anything. With the Jews, we, we know about that. DEFCON 5, 6 million. We know all about that. <laughs> You working on the design for the new uh, Yeezy 
Jewish space, ladies and gentlemen, to Marjorie Taylor Greene, Charlottesville, the Jews will not replace us. I defended you, prick you. Man, what a hard, this is just total chaos uh, in this poor man's mind here. <laughs> this, this poor uh, man who wants to have his cock socked behind the, <laughs> the building. <laughs> dusty prick, you look dusty. That's never going to be fashionably acceptable. Get the dust out of your beard. Take a shower, okay? I don't care what you're on or what you're not on. Take a shower. Wait a minute. What are we talking about here? <clears throat> is he talking about what kind of shower is he talking about? I was there. I defended you when Pistol Pete Davidson was uh, sugar dicking your wife. But this this is unacceptable. Here, this okay? is this is a they creep. You. This is a lying too not far. Be president. I know you think you're going to manifest things. You're never. I'm telling. I'm going to be the one to tell you to break you, you, the heart of your dream. You're never going to be president. You prick you. Anyway, that actually ties in. We'll see if we can get to it later here, but uh, an awful lot of things. But, oh, yeah, one thing one thing ties into another. So, he, you know, ye, he, he changed his mind. As we kind of predicted, this this man is obviously, you know, not stable. The whole presidential thing obviously kind of fell apart, and it was <laughs> immediately Milo had a falling out, Nick had a falling out, they had a falling out in between. Uh, here we go. You know, the circus is on, right? So who could who could have known? But anyway, speaking to that, we, we, we might <clears throat> go into that a little bit later. If there's time, uh, we didn't uh, we didn't get to uh, talk about that yet. But yeah, so he changed his mind on the uh, on the JQ, I guess. Uh, uh, anyway, I want to play. Where's the what order that I have it? The Tucker thing, right? We got we got to play that. Maybe I should wait with. Let me play this clip after we've played Tucker, because that kind of makes more sense. Yeah. Let's let's do that. Let's change the order here a little bit on the fly. Let's do this. Speaking of uh, speaking of anti-Semitism, Matt Walsh, right? Everyone's everyone's favorite now. It's what what is a woman? Woo! No, he did some good comments recently, right? He basically took the uh, the, the side of white people. I'm surprised by that. Unlike Tucker, which we'll listen to in a moment, where he basically backstabs us. <clears throat> but of course, as we know, he works for. Ben Shapiro, uh, and he doesn't give a damn about the browning of America while he meets with Netanyahu, while he comes down on the evil of the Palestinian Arab population, and how it's only Jews that are the good ones in the uh, region, and kind of does a uh, fellow antelope take, essentially, Ben Shapiro, that is. We need to let the lions into our herd to increase the savannah's biodiversity. That's right, because who cares about the so-called browning of America? Yes, that Ben Shapiro... Uh, is, of course, who Matt Walsh is working for. And can you believe it? Way back in, uh, I think this is like 20... The date is not there. Uh, I wish there was a date on it. But as you can see, this the Matt Walsh blog is the source. I can pull down the window there a little bit so you can see that there. See that? Uh, at the very top there. And I think this could be this could probably 2013, maybe, 2014, maybe earlier. I'm not sure. Maybe... I don't think a lot earlier. Bow before Israel unless you're an anti-Semite. <laughs> Fascinating. Now, we're not going to read the whole piece, but the point is, he used to know about some of this stuff. Isn't that interesting? It's kind of like a little bit like, you know, Paul Joseph Watson. Remember that? 
you know, when he started working for Alex, all of a sudden, the things he knew about Israel and the criticism around that and Zionism and things like that kind of went out the window. Isn't that fascinating? Which makes it even that more, that much more dishonest in a way. Okay, if he didn't know all that stuff, but the latest comments that Matt Walsh did, all, all the words, whether the rhetoric was there, the, the talking points that have been developed in, within our sphere, our community for many, many years, and, and you know, uh, that many people over time have developed, such as using white well-being in these kinds of terms, right, in this club, which, which is good, but it means he's obviously watching some of that type of, of, of commentary and, and, and content, right? Making the, the comparison that as a white person, you can't take your own side, you can't inc you know, encourage births within our group and stuff. Now, all that stuff is good, but then I've always had this like kind of, well, what's his, what's his angle here, right? We talked about in detail in the, uh, uh, the prior Western Warrior about this, so check that out. Um, we just put him under uh, white, Matt Walsh, white nationalist. Uh, check out that segment because that was a good one. But uh, so, he so he knows some of that stuff. But then he's been pushing back at some of these ideas for a long time of like, well, well let's say, let's take this one, uh, for example. He, he, he did not comment on Magnus Hirschfeld, which is one of the founders of like the gender ideology, right? This was happening during Weimar times and like, oh, you know, not, you know, they're always like, oh, Nazism is bad. And that's one of the reasons why we can't organize as white people, because all of that is Nazism or, or it would lead to a Holocaust or, you know, these are actual strawman arguments that some of these people use as well. Tucker used it recently, it called people who take their own side as white people Nazi. These are Nazi ideas, you know, kind of thing. And he realized, that, well, the books that they were burning, just as one example, is some of this trans filth, right? It's the absolute garbage that their enemies produced. And they burned that shit, which is absolutely 100% the right way to go. Just burn it. It's garbage. It's not going to be anything good for our people, for our kids. That kind of propaganda shouldn't be allowed. Just burn it. You know what I mean? But they will. But he will not point those things out. He will not. He will not go there. But it's interesting if he if he used to know some of those things, considering uh, this blog post he wrote about this. At least in terms of Israel, that doesn't mean. I'm not saying he would uh, maybe talk about uh, disproportionate uh, uh, Jewish influence in certain uh, industries, whether it's politics or academia or the overrepresentation because there's such a small percentage of the population. They always go with this, well, they're just so mega super smart, you see, so they kind of deserve it. Then they go, then they offer meritocracy all of a sudden, right? But of course, that also, that is now excluding, you know, kind of white people. Uh, they, they, they'll never call that out, which, which I find interesting. And it's that dishonesty, which is one of the reasons why I'm like, we'll see where the we'll see what the point of this is. Why is it bringing up some of these talking points? I think it's to get ahead of the curve, get ahead of the trends where they're obviously going, to either try to derail it or say, well, you know, yes, we can we can we can mention these kinds of things, but we cannot organize in any capacity as white people because because that would be long be wrong. Hopefully, I'm proven wrong, and hopefully he. You know, gets more and more based and more and more red pilled, and eventually he can do his own thing. He has a big enough name now; he doesn't have to be under the guise of Ben Shapiro, and go with the, the start talking about the people that actually have done this to us. And no, it's not only Jews, but many, in many regards, they are overrepresented in the anti-white activism that we've seen over the last few decades, from the Frankfurt School and the cultural Marxist idea that was steeped into American academia, infested the culture, infested the school system, infested education, then the cultural sphere, the movies, right? Then now it's the politicians picking up these talking points. It's all there. 
And it's, it's, it's a vast overrepresentation from a certain ethnic group. And of course, those ethnic interests must be taken into account. Well, does that contribute? If there was Muslims doing this, you can bet your ass they would talk about this on day one. They do. They shriek when, uh, you know, the squad or whatever shows up or, you know, uh, Rashida uh, Taliban shows up or, or one of these people. As they should, but I'm saying they never pointed out if there's other ethnic groups involved. Isn't that interesting? So this reminded me of, of Tucker because he did a, a um, he, he also did this recently where he comes down on basically white people organizing, right? And my point here today was to, we just don't give a shit about these people anymore. We, ju- we don't care what you think. If you want to call these ideas Nazi ideas, sh- go right ahead. We're, it's too late and again, we don't care. It doesn't matter. You're not going to win over anybody from the left anyway at this point. Uh, I've made this point before. It doesn't mean you have to walk around and, and wave swastika flags. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, who ca- it feels like Tucker is still trying to you know, placate the, the leftists that attack him in the media and things like that. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prove to you that I'm not a racist. And at this point, it's like, we don't have time with that bullshit. We don't have time sitting around trying to appease these people who hate you anyway and want you dead. We're, it's too late in the game. And we can't care about this. The other option here, of course, is that Tucker uh, is, is a plant. This is what he's meant to do. He's one of the wealthy, you know, Swanson family heirs, right? The frozen food heir. He's talked about this in his book, Ship of Fools. Well, we have to basically ensure that the, el- the elite are going crazy right now. They're ruining it for everybody because all these people are waking up around us. And this is lunacy because we're going to they're going to get real mad. And all of us who are rich and wealthy and elites are going to lose our place and a position. Uh, he's basically going to warn them, like say, no, 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 slow down. You have to, you have to do the replacement slow. Don't have that hostile rhetoric against the majority white population because at some point you're poking the bear too hard, and it will wake up. That seems to be the purpose, right? It's just enough to keep the GOP voters tied to the GOP team. Keep voting for them. Keep believing that it's going to get better. Keep keep Tucker on the tele television. Uh, you know, let him be a steam valve. People can go and think that the oh, this is the real opposition kind of thing here. Uh, while of course they're keeping real solutions off the table uh, entirely. Like, well, well, what do we do about these things? If we're being replaced, we're becoming minorities. Obviously, we have to stop this, and then we have to reverse this. No, no, no. You see, that's Nazi ideas. So Tucker was brought up. We can we can enter into it this way before I play the clip here. Tucker was brought up by. This girl here, uh, Kat Abu, she's uh, with uh, Media Matters for America, a uh, commie. Was that um, was that Brock who set that up? David Brock, was that him? I think it was the other guy too, wasn't it? The uh, little Jewish produce, TV producer guy who wrote, uh, oh, what was that? I'll, I'll search for it in a, in a moment. I think, I think it might have been him who was the founder of it, but David Brock, I think, invested money in it, whatever. But so she goes after Carlson here. Because he used the phrase anarcho-tyranny, which of course is true, right? There's still some point to make that that's accurate. But then it's this frustration we always get with him where, where he just doesn't, <laughs> he just fucking doesn't call out what needs to be done here. You know what I mean? So let's listen to her first, this little girl here. Uh, completely misunderstand a butcher and, and get everything wrong with, with anarcho-tyranny. 
Tucker Carlson debuted his newest very scary phrase last night, and surprise, surprise, it was originally coined by a rabid white nationalist. The term is anarch. A, ra a rabid white nationalist. How is that? What's the? Are there non rabbis? Rabbi white nationalists? Non rabbi white nationalists? Hmm. The term is anarcho-tyranny, because if there's one thing anarchists love, it's tyranny. Tucker used this phrase to talk about the Trump indictment. You get state-sponsored anarchy accompanied by political tyranny. You gotta love state-sponsored anarchy. Without the state, you've just got sparkling chaos. Now, Tucker is obviously counting on his viewers to not think about it too hard, but he's also hoping that the origins of the phrase work as a dog whistle for his far-right viewers. Because as dumb as the term anarcho-tyranny is, it originates from a prominent white nationalist writer named Sam Francis. He's been described as the philosopher king of the far-right, and he coined the term in... <laughs> is that, has he, I mean, he's great. I, I liked uh, Sam, but uh, I mean, he did a bunch of uh, Ameren conferences, very good terms with Jared Taylor. Philosopher Kimmy, okay, all right, all right. I mean, I'm not, not that I'm saying he's not or whatever, but like I've never, <laughs> I've never heard of that. Have you guys heard that? Is he the philosopher king of the far right? Described as the philosopher king of the far right, and he coined the term in 1994 with a very angry article titled "Anarcho Tyranny USA." Want to guess what got him all riled up? Seatbelt laws. I'm not kidding. The entire first page is him whining about seatbelt laws. And the article just spirals from there. Francis rants about crack houses and gun control, but the staying power was in that phrase at the top, anarcho-tyranny. I mean, it sounds scary, I'll give him that. Which is probably why D-list Republicans have used it as a hook for their tired columns for the last 30 years. The phrase has been applied to BLM so protests. So it's not new then? If they've been using it for 30 years, but Tucker's just coming around to it? Wait a minute, I don't understand. <clears throat> and if he's the philosopher king of the far right and the <laughs> this is, hey girl this doesn't make sense at all and i think you're like you're missing the point of what the term means that's covid restrictions and now of course the trump indictment and tucker will undoubtedly use this phrase again it sounds way too menacing to leave it on the bench and it's a perfect rallying cry for his far right viewers but wherever you hear the phrase anarcho tyranny just remember tucker and his disciples are using this term on purpose they're merely trying to fill the shoes of the white nationalists who came before them well and, and point is that i hope so but no, that's not what we're getting either. That's the frustrating thing about this, right? It's like, I wish he was that, but he's not. Then he's counter-signaling immediately white people and white identity and everything. We'll play that in a moment here, right? Uh, but of course, is the point that you know, the law applies uh, differently, right? On one hand, you have anarchy allowed by the state, essentially, where they are not enforcing laws. And if you're of the, let's say, right race or wrong race, depending on how you see it, you have leeway to do whatever the hell you want, as we've clearly seen. However, if you're white, if you're conservative, if you're a you know straight white male, essentially, the law will come to, not even the law, it will overextend itself and go above and beyond what the, the confines of the law is supposed to be to go after individuals, to make an example, uh, you know, to set the tone, to scare the shit out of other people. We have the same things in, in, in Sweden, essentially, right? We've shown headlines on these kinds of things where, you know, just full-on rapists, right, that, that rape little girls, get you know are forced to like talk you do do uh, take this one here right syrian national who raped a 12 year old swedish girl in a public toilet sentenced to gender talks he has avoided deportation and jail time in the mean, meantime there's actually swedish men that end up going to court 
and going to jail for having like a hard on behind a girl at a party uh, late in the morning hours and things like that. That's that's a narco tyranny, right? It's anarchy at the same time as there is a legal tyrannical system, an authoritarian system on top of everything. And anyway, Vida had a good piece that kind of went through some of this. I think he brought it up. Let, let's play a l- little bit of this uh, segment here. So here's a story from over the weekend. At about 5 a.m. on Saturday morning in Manhattan, a parking garage attendant called Musa Diara. Oh, and here, here he signals to that this is the guy. And I'm not, you know, obviously what happened to the guy is not fair. I'm not even saying that, but I'm saying why this t- Tucker has to go above and beyond. Like, this is the type of immigrant we just, we must have. We need these this guy in America. <laughs> Noticed a man peering into parked cars looking for things to steal. Now, that's a familiar scene in New York City. Alvin Bragg. Yes, Sven Longshanks. I have the headline. I'm going to show it in a moment. That's a perfect example out of the UK as well. Who is the local Soros-funded DA, has decided that prosecuting car burglaries is a form of white supremacy. As a result, not surprisingly, car burglaries have risen quite a bit. Musa Daria, the attendant, is not white, but apparently he's sick of watching other people get robbed. So he told the man to get out, leave the garage. In response, the man pulled out a handgun and fired four times. He hit Dara in the head and the stomach. It was a nightmare. But somehow, Musa Dara had the presence of mind to wrestle the gun from the man and then fire back before the man could shoot him or anyone else. By the time police arrived, both men were lying on the sidewalk bleeding. Now, what do you think happened next? In a sane, self-respecting society, Musa Diaria would have received a medal, if not a ticker tape parade. But in the city of New York, he was arrested and charged with attempted murder and illegal possession of a gun, the same gun that had been used to shoot him. Diaria woke up in Bellevue Hospital shackled to his bed. The New York Post ran this picture. It's of him sobbing. I got bullets in me and I'm chained to a hospital bed, he said. But I didn't do anything wrong. You can imagine his confusion. This was not the country he expected. And in fact, Musa Diara is exactly the kind of person you want more of in your country. He's 57 years old and he's still working harder than most young people do. In fact, when New York shut down during COVID, as lawyer... And then he lost me. Like, okay, look, he might be a great guy or whatever, and he did the right thing, clearly. And what's happening to him is, is unjust, you know what I mean? But why, why do you have to do? <laughs> why do you have to do this, Tucker? Can't you just? We're we're tired of this. Well, here's this one immigrant I knew that's so great, and so therefore we can't possibly talk about restoring demographics in our country. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I just don't care. I don't give a shit what you think <laughs> about that. Those ideas or concepts. I just don't care. We're full. We're full. We're done. And had this man not been in America, this probably wouldn't have happened to him. Not that they have, not to have their own issues in in India or whatever. But do you, you get my point? Like, why, Tucker? Why? So anyway, he goes on, and then he talks about that. You know, like uh, the indictment of Trump, right? The the, the uh, Alvin Bragg, the the Attorney General in Manhattan's DA office there, and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and and basically that it's it's selective enforcement of of the laws, right? Which is of course a, a correct you know, take on the, on the situation. Listen to this. Now, I want to I play that other cr- clip here. Yeah, I do, th- I, I do think the... Someone brought up in chat here. I do think the guy breaking into the car were black, and so therefore in the victim hierarchy, right, if you're 
black African, you can essentially, you should be allowed to do whatever the hell you want, including then attacking Indians, I guess. It's like a, you know, it's a pyramid, right? It's a, a hierarchy of, of victim classes. And of course, the one you can do the most damage on is, is white people, but it, you know, it falls a little bit differently, whether it's an, a, a black person attacking, let's say, a, an Asian or, or a Jew or a white person. It, it, it can fall a little bit differently there, right, on that scale. Uh, but anyway, listen to what he said here. This is a, presumably some podcast or something like that, counter-signaling this idea. And also, and also running with a straw man, right, that race is just skin color, which, of course, we know uh, is bullshit. It's much more than that. But anyway, let me let me play the clip here. I will say this, if I can just make one prediction. So the United States is becoming non-white. Everyone's excited about it. Or whether you're not excited about it, it doesn't matter. Whites are going to be in the minority. So, so it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Okay. What that means soon. So what that means is you're going to get at some point, probably in my lifetime, people standing up and, and saying, I represent white people. I'm the candidate of the white voter. Right. And I just want to say on the record that I'm going to tell that person to fuck off. Because nobody speaks, I'm, a, I'm an adult man, and nobody speaks for me because he shares the same skin color as me. Like, I just reject that entire idea. If- my individuality, here we go. If I agree with you, I'll let you speak for me. And if I don't, I won't. But this idea that someone of a certain skin color, any skin color, or any ethnic background speaks automatically on behalf of all people who share that skin color or ethnic background is a Nazi idea, and I'm totally opposed to it. And I will be opposed to it when it happens to me. When somebody, and this will happen. Someone's going to, all white people. I'm going to be like, I don't even know you, dude. Yeah. I don't even know you. I refuse to allow you to purport to speak for me because we look the same, period. <clears throat> all right. Okay. So... <sighs> This is to this is to avoid the entire problem with what we're faced with right now. This this is a straw man on so many levels, right? Because for, first of all, I talked about the skin color issue, right? Pretending that there's no other there's no other differences between us than just the color of our skin. This is a lefty talking point, complete bullshit, right? I mean, I think he genuinely believes these things. Unfortunately, he's just retarded on this point, right? This would to assume that white people that do take their own side, who stands up for themselves and their group, don't have disagreements with other white people, and therefore someone needs to come in and talk for others, or say, like, look, you will always be, whether you want it or not, a representative of sorts of, of your race. We're even seeing this from the left when it comes to applying guilt, for example. Then, then we're collectively guilty, you see, that we have to bear responsibility. We have to give up certain things that collectively our race have accomplished. Whether, whether they think that's true or, or actually it's true, kind of doesn't matter. It does matter, but in terms of the argument, it doesn't matter. But when it's about, you know, taking credit, for example, or these kinds of things, right, then we can, then we're not allowed to identify uh, with our group, with our race, with our people. Then we, we can't take credit. That now it's just, well, what do you mean? Well, how can I take credit for anything? This is like the classic, what is it, Jordan Peterson kind of comments and stuff. We even did that, we did, you know, we did the video about that too, right? What even is white? What even, you know, what... <laughs> They're trying to pretend no one knows what a white person is all of a sudden. And, and Tucker's running with this absurd idea that it's like, oh, well, just because someone is white and take their own side and stuff. 
You have to speak. There's a bunch of Antifa people that, of course, just because they're white, I don't let them speak for me. But he's, do you see what, what he's doing here? He's dismissing the whole idea that there is a collective component and there should be a collective component and we should think as a group. If we don't do that, we, we will lose. It, it's just that simple. You might not like it. You might not, of course, again, agree with everybody. But you could argue that it's part of our job is to try to awaken our... And it's not going to work. I, I recognize that. I'm not saying that that's going to be... I'm not saying you're going to convince white Antifa people. But I'm saying white Antifa people are at some point going to be churned up in the anti-white meat grinder and they're going to be thrown to the wolves just because they're white. They might wake up, they might not wake up. It doesn't really matter. For now, they're our deadly enemies and they will fight us to the death and stuff like that, right? But it's, it's a huge straw man. He says, oh, that's a Nazi idea of having someone speaking on behalf of you because you're white. Well, there's quite a bit more than to it than that, Tucker. We have to start taking our own side. We have to start backing each other up. We have to start collectivizing. But it's this false, false dichotomy or false choice that, well, that means then you give up everything that it means to be an individual kind of thing, which is, no, that's not true either. You can have both. You can be an individual, but you can be part of a racial family, of a group, of a tribe, of, of, of your folk, right? These are not you know, contradictions. This is not like something you go, oh, ha, ha, I got you. Therefore, now you can't, uh, uh, you know, you can't uh, uh, take credit for certain things or whatever. Uh, but this is the level, this is the level of the people up top that we're getting, right? The Tuckers. I'm not sure he does it because he's like wants to try to prove that he's not a, a, a racist or things like this. I, I'm not even sure what motivates him at this point. But the point is, these are just tired old boomers that just have to be removed. They just have to get out of the way and they have to just be removed or, or just w let them wither away or whatever. You know what I mean? To stop viewing, looking at these people and following them or whatever. I'm convinced he's there to be like a enough of a steam valve enough of a, of an attention grabber of, of and, and occasionally he you know talks about good things or whatever but enough to grab your attention to think that like well he has the answers this guy and it's like that's right that's right tucker race doesn't matter well guess what if we have that if we have that mindset we're going to lose and i guess he doesn't care about that maybe he well if that would it if that's what it means then we will have to lose. You know, I, I'm sure he will come to that. You know, I, I'm speaking for him here, and I can't do that really. But at this point, it feels that's that's what he would say. If you if you manage to have a conversation with a guy, kind of get him to that point that it's like, well, you do understand, right, that we are up against every single ethnic minority group, which in many regards are, of course, majorities in the world, and soon majorities in our countries. There are already majorities in many of our capitals around of our you know around the West. If they're collectivizing against us, how are you as an individual going to go up against all of these things? We're just conceding ground. We're losing. We can never take our own side. We can never take, we can never cooperate on that level. We can never have a bond common, whether it's unspoken or not, you know, because we're the same race. No, you always have to use Nazi race, right? This is MLK worshiping GOP people. The character of your skin, the character of your skin, you know what I mean? And those who have turned against us as our enemies have long ago left that behind, right? 
He will fight against white identity, I think, to his to his bitter end, this guy. He will just not do it and just not get it. And that's what's so goddamn frustrating about it. And you have to, you, again, you have to understand what's at stake. As I said before, you know what I mean? What, whatever era we've been in, whatever, whatever, whether it's the Viking age or, or, or yes, families under the National Socialist regime in Germany, you know what I mean? If these people stood up for family did the right thing wholesome they, they viewed each other as a group they had a collective interest that's whose side i'm on and always will be on i don't care what you call them i just don't give a fuck I, it's it's too we you can't we can't we don't have time to have this conversation we, we you, there's no time to try to prove this to anybody <laughs> you know what i mean it's like it does and it doesn't even matter at the end of the day they are going to hate you no matter what all we have to do is start thinking as a group, acting like a group, organizing, building our tribe in a way. Yes, I mean, I'm, I'm sep separate from the rest of the system. Whatever you have to do, some people want to still remain within it or whatever. At some point, I think we're going to come to the rest, come to the understanding that this is not going to work. It's going to fall apart. It's too divided. It's too shattered. It's too broken up. And this idea that we're going to somehow be able to unite at the last moment before I just I I, I don't buy it. And and that doesn't mean there's another straw man here too, right? That doesn't mean that you have to operate out of antagonism towards the other groups that you're not part of. I mean, if they go to war with you, sure, you have to defend yourself, but I'm saying it's not it's not built on the foundation of hatred against them. You know, and that's why Tucker brings up, well, that's a Nazi idea. Oh, is it? Okay, well, maybe you should review then what ideas they had. Because maybe that's the better system. Maybe that's the better and superior position to take in this. Otherwise, we're going to die. <laughs> we're going to not be here. There's not going to be a future for our children. We're not going to have a civilization if they get their way. We're, we're up against not only nation wreckers and destroyers, we're up against those who hate us and they want us gone and dead. Let me play this clip here. Just a, just a reminder. I put it on our Telegram. Maybe you saw it earlier, but this is what we're fighting for. Not, not, not those in front of us that we hate, but those behind us that we're here to protect, right? People, people, people that will hate Tucker Carlson no matter what, they want to ensure that we we should not be able to advocate for or encourage more births of young, beautiful, white children like this. Look at this clipper. It's just adorable. Absolutely beautiful. This, this, folks, this is what we're fighting for. Did you know that I have a baby in my tummy? In there? Yeah. What is it? I don't know. Do you think it's a boy or a girl? A, a baby. Is it in here? Yeah. Is it going to come out when it's big? Yeah. What? It's so cute, huh? Yeah. Do you want a sister or a brother? A sister. A sister? Is a baby in there? No, the baby's in my tummy. When it gets bigger, then the baby will come out. No, I can't believe that you have a baby now. I know. That's so Is exciting. it sleeping? Yeah, it's probably sleeping right now because it's growing so big. <gasps> like me? Like you. Yeah. And, and you? 
Yeah, and like Indy. Is it gonna tickle me? Is it gonna tickle you? Yeah. Maybe. Are you excited? I, I'm, I'm not, not I, I don't know you have a baby coming you didn't again. No. Now. You didn't know that? No, I don't. No. What kind of baby you tell me? Um. <laughs> Mommy and Daddy put it there. Oh. Do you open your tummy? Do the baby go in there? Yeah. <gasps> Do you really have a baby? Pretty much. Now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell Okay. All right. See, that's that's what it's about right there. Beautiful, beautiful, young white baby girl, right? And another one on the way. Good job for that family. That's what it's that's what it's about right there. See, it's not about it's not about the others in a way. You know, sure they hate us and we have to prepare for that and all those things, but at the end of the day, this is what it's about. This is what we have to ensure. We have to continue our group, our folk, our line. We have to ensure a future for white children. That that's what it's about. 14. That's that's what it's about. It's not it's not complicated. And every other goddamn ethnic group, this is front and center and unspoken, in some cases even spoken, like understood, obvious point. And, and, and they don't even have to, no one will tell them that they can't do this. It's only white people that they're going after in this kind of way, right? <clears throat> it's, it's, it's funny how that works. And say, so, oh, here's a white person, you're going to talk for me. I'm an individual. I can. Of course, you're an individual. Are you retarded, Tucker? Don't you understand what's at stake? Are you not paying attention to what's happening right now? Like, <clears throat> they want us to to breed out, to be mixed out, to be replaced. They hate us just because we are us. <laughs> like, we have to stand up for these children. That's ultimately who they're who they're after. You know what I mean? They want less births among our group. And they're vehemently targeting and going after people that are just advocating for, for us to preserve who we are and continue our ethnicities, our racial groups, our culture, our heritage, all of that stuff, right? Lycan Warrior says, uh, it is where the both leftists and conservatives avoid saying the same talking points about blackness or black people, although the same criticism could easily apply. Yes, it could. <clears throat> yeah, and some I'm not sure maybe that's not your point but sometimes they you know they they circum they they wiggle out of it by saying whiteness or something. Oh no, that's just a, the social construct and stuff like that. But as Noel Ignative says, you can't have uh you know whiteness without uh white uh, white people. That that you have to ensure that it stops to what is it the uh, that whiteness discontinues from reproducing itself or whatever the exact term is that he's using, right? That's what that's what they're after. Uh, Glenn the Chinaman, good to see you, man, says every mainstream personality who start starts off based or with good intentions seems to slowly or to get slowly civic cucked. Yeah, did he? Uh, I mean, Tucker, he was... He was less based, was he not? Or maybe he, maybe at cer a certain portion or something like that, he was. But it's this uh, constant kind of frustrating flip flop, I guess, to a certain extent. They're a little bit there, then they're off again. You know, I don't know. It's the same. I feel very much the same thing with with Matt Walsh, right? That's what we talked about him earlier too. I just don't trust these people. I just don't tr trust a, a, a Tucker. And I think at some point there, 
they're there to just kind of keep us occupied until we're like sufficiently replaced so that we can't fight back kind of thing. And, and you know, we've been putting out the, the, the bat signal here for some time. Like, we need to get on top of this shit now, right now. You need to move to an area where there's more of, of you, where there's more of us. Organize, build your tribe, get together. Things are going to start getting rocky and shaky. We're going to need each other. We're going to be forced to formulate as a community. And, uh, you know, this, the, it might not happen tomorrow. It might not happen, you know, within, you know, within 10 years, but it could happen tomorrow. Might start out economically and then down and down we go. And eventually, of course, it's going to be imagine like the problems we already have with, you know, divisions. And then we have like economic problems and stuff like that. It's going to get even worse to try to get anything done and cooperate and build something that the more ethnically divided we are kind of thing. Right. And it's like maybe maybe some for a time we'll be able to, you know, look the other way for, for, for ethnic belonging and stuff. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, if it, if it gets enough, if it's competitive or resources, most people opt to uh, opt to associate with their group and, and stand up for a group. They have the most in common. It just, it's, it's human nature. There's nothing wrong with that. It's totally fine. You know what I mean? Uh, all right. Let me do a couple of these here. Thinking of the, oh, we got to do the Mackie thing too. Uh, let me see here. We do the Unipari. Yes. What's funny about this is Western Collapse Report says what's funny about that actor is these kids don't even know who he is because they haven't seen the 90s movies that he was in. Oh, you mean Michael Rappaport? It could, I mean, someone screamed his name, I guess, but yeah, it could, you, you could, you could be right. You could be right. It's a fucking different age. <laughs> Uh, boomers will never die. It's Western Warrior Collapse again here. Two more from him. Uh, boomers will never die until they spend all the money. That's right. You don't want to leave. <laughs> you don't want to leave them to like your kids or other generations. You want to make sure you spend it all for. You want to give it to like you know some hospital system or you know <laughs> something like that. Western Collapse Report again. Tucker doesn't care. He lives in a gated community with three-minute police response. Uh, he got this. His he. Um, let me see. He got. His, it's the same boomer bullshit fuck everyone else. I got mine. Yeah, exactly. Like you got no, no. We 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 all you know. It's long. It's the comfort zone, right? At the end of the day, that's kind of what it's about. It's the comfort zone. We have to be driven out of our comfort zone. That's and and we're going to be. <laughs> Bless the gods, nature, God, whatever you believe in. We're going to get that. At some point, we're going to get a a radical decline in living standards you could argue well that's by design they want this or whatever you know that you can argue that all day but at some point we're going to get it and at that point it's going to be who you know not 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 what you personally know right it's going to be what kind of community you have around you that's what it's going to be that's what it's going to be about uh nightmare review good to see you as well says uh, i did a whole show last night on how the birth control pill was a, a an attack on white reproduction it's a multifactorial attack on our reproduction it, it certainly is absolutely yep most of these things have been par- primarily against you know white uh western you know uh, uh people it, i even the stats are kind of interesting when you look at like the transsexual uh, the promotion and stuff apparently that's very at least people who self-identify as as those kinds of crazy things uh, is bigger within proportion, or, or if you adjust for the amount of po- for, for the population, like the demographics, 
it's more popular within Hispanics than it is within whites, I believe. I saw some stats the other day. I don't have them here now, but it, it affects everybody. It does that, right? But initially it feels like, you know, these were, there's not, there's not an accident that like Hirsch felt and Felix Abram and whoever the other guy was were doing this in, in Germany at the time in, in Weimar Republic. You know what I mean? That, that's not an accident. And it's not an accident that it was like created, initiated in our countries. Now it's just, it's so multicultural that everyone is effect, afflicted by the propaganda too, of course, right? Um, Mackie, speaking of uh, anarcho-tyranny real quick. Hillary Clinton just lied through her teeth about Doug Mackey and that, and that voting meme. Let's go straight to the uh, video here to see what she... Whoops, she would see what she said. A guy who had been one of the main, I guess he was one of the main people running memes against me in 2016. But he went from... Running memes against me. <laughs> Is that a... Can we clip that? ...against me in 2016. The main people running memes against me in 2016. But he went from that to ha running a very deliberate effort to mislead people about where and how to vote. No. <laughs> so it went from speech to action meant to subvert the election because thousands of people who they targeted through their algorithms... Oh, I can text my vote for him. Who's, whose algorithms? Who, <clears throat> who, who was in control of Twitter? Are you pretending that like Musk was in control of Twitter when Doug Mac Mackey sent out that uh, meme? Um, oh, I can text my vote for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. 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 Thousands texted yeah. their vote. <laughs> I don't think they did. I, I believe they could not produce a single person that have been fooled by this uh, you know, so-called disinformation a joke. I'm not sure if Revolver goes into that here. <clears throat> Hillary also claimed that thousands of people texted their votes to the number listed on the meme. While it's true that thousands texted the number, what Hillary fails to mention is that the reason so many texted was because BuzzFeed did a story on the meme and, and didn't blur out the number. In addition, a liberal professor with a huge Twitter following also retweeted the meme. What, to attack it, I assume, then? Furthermore, the U.S. government was never able to produce one single witness who claimed... See, that, that's, that was my point. That's what I remember from it. They, they, never, they were never able to produce one single witness who claimed they have their election rights violated by this meme. But they didn't need to produce any witnesses. The deck was already stacked against Mr. Mackey before he even stepped foot in the courtroom because the government successfully turned conspiracy into a virtual honeypot for convictions. And the, the whole jury had to be wa vaxxed, right? All that stuff. And here's the other Asian lady who t texted, did the exact same thing. Still to this day, not ended up in trouble. C Christina Wong, right? Hey, Trump supporters, skip poll lines at election 20 to, uh, 2016 and text in your vote. Text votes are legit or vote tomorrow or on Super Wednesday, which is what it's always on a uh, Tuesday. Is, is that what it is, right? So they... Uh, no, that's that's where it is. We're in a new territory. This is a narco tyranny. To go back to that, Tucker have that have that right. That's what they have. Uh, <clears throat> that's what they have done. They have created the system where people, or at least where they want people to be fearful uh, of making jokes, having fun about this stuff, talk, communicating as normal as we usually do uh, on the internet. They're, these people take everything so goddamn serious. They don't have a sense of humor or anything like that. And they will use it against you. I think the best thing we can do is just keep doing exactly what we're doing. No one should back down because of this. 
They can't jail us all. They might try. That's what it looks like. They might, they might do it. But we can't back down on that. We cannot back down. No fucking way. All right. Last thing we'll do here. Let's do the... Uh, this is a bit of a change of, of topic here then. Man, I hope, I, I hope my... I hope my thoughts like just got out about got out about the the Tucker thing there and us and the the emergency situation that we're in with us taking our own side no I said man, we do a shorter video just on this because it's just it's so frustrating you know what I mean and it's these all these all the slew of these people are like Ben Shapiro Matt Wallace Jordan Peterson Tucker Carlson uh Dave Rubin, you know what I mean? Like all these people are just like they're kind of there and showing how insane our enemies is, but they're not saying, well, what do we do about it? What how do we reverse this? You know I mean, I'm not against like operating politically and stuff, but it, that window is closing and, and quickly. We should never give up. We should fight on every front that we possibly can. And if you're into politics, if you're in the financial system, if you're good, you know, whatever area it is, academia, whatever, keep doing that. I'm not saying walk away from all that. I'm saying keep doing what you can do to change things, to uh, to keep a level of normalcy and and saneness there. But eventually it's just it's not going to work and it's going to fail and collapse. And at that point, we have to be ready. We have to be more prepared than than other people are, and especially those who hate us. Right. But. um, these people are gate they're gatekeepers they're, they're, they can talk they can talk all day long about how canceled they are or how banned they are or some cringe thing like that but they're 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 not you know what i mean they're not they're still there <laughs> this and and i and i want them to be there and I, i'm not saying they should go you know be censored but i'm just saying <clears throat> it's clear at least for now uh who who the system have targeted for for removal and it's those people who just you know speak the plain simple truth we have to start taking our own side. This has to be reversed. We have to undo the damage that was done put to us by the anti-left uh, liberals, progressives, uh, uh, or the, the anti-white leftists and progressives. Um, and we have to start uh, repatriating. That's as simple as that. we got to get our countries back. We have to have our countries back. We have, we, it's made for us, by us, for our people, by our forebears. And that, what it, that is 100% what is going to be restored that's just what it is there's no other option here now the road there is going to be crooked and uh, potentially windy and complicated and hard but it is what it is our, our work is cut out for us right all right anyway let me let me do this last uh, uh, last piece here and then we'll wrap up <clears throat> a little bit of a different thing here but this is uh, another crazy level to that some of the dangers that we face and I wanted to just play this video here by uh, uh, Greg Reese is one of the guys working uh, over at Infowars this is one of the things that they do very well there they might not be you know might not be the guys who are like yes white people should take their own side nothing wrong with that but <clears throat> it is what it is you you, you take what you can uh, you take the the nuggets and you, and you leave the rest anyway I, I find this very interesting uh, and scary fascinating We've talked about these self-reproducing vaccines in the past, right? They're, they're done animal tests where they introduce mRNA vaccines into uh, the herd by just giving it to a few people. Then you have so-called shedding. I believe that is what happened with the mRNA vaccine, uh, the, the COVID jab as well. 
Uh, and that's why we've seen effects even by and from people that haven't actually gotten the jab, but it's been similar uh, effects and so forth. Uh, but now they're doing it to food and to livestock. Let's play this. The genetic editing of plants to contain edible vaccines is well underway. Work is being done with bananas, potatoes, tomatoes, lettuce, rice, wheat, soybeans, and corn. Companies like Medicago are using gene editing to turn plants into mini bioreactors. Medicago's manufacturing facility looks like a nursery, but inside these plants, they're growing a new kind of vaccine. The technology is called a virus-like particle. At Medicago, we use a careful step-by-step process to develop vaccines using our plants as mini bioreactors. We start with the gene sequence or code of a virus. We then use our technology to synthesize the virus code into a real biological product. The code contains genetic instructions that our plants can read, and we insert it into bacteria called Agrobacterium tumefaciens. We submerge the plants in a bath with the bacteria that carries the information into the plant cells. And using a vacuum, we suck out the air between the plant cells and replace it with the liquid. The plants absorb it like a sponge. At the end of their bacterial bath, we return our plants to a carefully controlled greenhouse to let them get on with their natural growing business for at least four days. Now the plants will start producing the most important ingredient of our vaccines, virus-like particles. Gene editing is now officially in our meat industry. Lobbyists for the cattlemen and pork associations in several states have confirmed that they will be using the mRNA COVID vaccines on their livestock. Attorney Tom Renz has been warning that there is no law requiring anyone to give informed consent for vaccine food. There are no laws requiring anyone to tell you the food you are buying has been vaxxed with the spike protein clot shot. The UK recently passed into law the Genetic Technology Precision Breeding Bill. The bill amends the Environmental Protection Act of 1990 to exclude references to precision-bred organisms so far as they relate to marketing. Precision-bred organism is another term for gene-edited. So now in the UK, food that's been gene-edited can be legally marketed as non-GMO. And if this UK gene-edited meat makes its way to America, it can be labeled non-GMO here as well. And so long as it's butchered in America, it can be labeled product of USA. The fake alternative meat being pushed by Bill Gates and others is made of immortal cell lines. In other words, cancerous tumor cells. Real meat is being blamed for climate change. And a recent independent study suggests that most of our meat is already contaminated. Using infrared spectroscopy and electron microscopy, Dr. Anna Maria Mialcia has been studying the blood of the vaxxed and the unvaxxed for over a year now. And at first, she was finding the same contamination in only the blood of the vaxxed, a contamination that she describes as ribbon-like structures much like the mysterious blood clots being found by coroners. 
But lately, she's been finding these ribbon-like structures in the blood of the unvaxxed as well. By measuring the frequency of one of these mysterious rubbery blood clots, Dr. David Jennigan has developed a way of detecting the same frequency in the vaxxed. Recently, he's found this unique frequency in the meat being sold in his local grocery store and asked Dr. Mielcia to confirm his findings. Her microscopy showed that the blood samples taken from products in the grocery store were all contaminated with the similar ribbon-like structures found in the blood of the vaxxed. Most of the meat in the grocery store is from overseas, and if we want to eat uncontaminated meat, we'll have to start buying direct from farms in America yeah. that still produce all-natural organic protein and take back control of our democidal government. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Yeah, that's it. And that's the solution there he mentions right at the end. <clears throat> we have to do, and this is why I come back to that point, right? We have to do uh, our own stuff. That's 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 what, that's what it is. You know, they, there's a lot, there's some people out there that come down and they oh, you you know, oh, you want to you know leave me alone, uh, you know, ism or uh, you know, wig towel, right? Whites going their own way and stuff like, yeah. Fuck you, we should go our own way. Of course. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, so even, and it's even more that just, it's also just like sane people that don't want this kind of shit that just have to, we have to go back to basics, right? And there's so many of these technologies now. We don't have time for it today, but like the, the artificial intelligence, <clears throat> I've warned about that before, right? Uh, yeah, long uh, Longshanks, Swin Longshanks, by the way, too. I forgot to mention that. I'll, I'll, we'll cover that more in detail, maybe Friday. He is also facing uh, years in prison, by the way. He's been a, a supporter of us for many years. If he's watching, I'd love to have him on and, and talk, if he can talk about the case or whatever. I, I, my intention was to reach out to him, sorry for, for forgetting that. But um, anyway, back to this point real quick. It's the AI, right? It's the 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 drugs now, the designer drugs. There's all this weird Ozempic. Uh, we did a segment on that a while ago, and it's just like just it's this the shortcut. I don't know how to summarize. We need some good terms for it. Maybe that maybe they already exist or whatever. But like this, it's this. I guess it's the, you know literally in this case ha- you know eating the cake but then not having the consequences of it at the sa- same time and that's most of the lifestyle that's come with this convenience and technological uh, comfortableness and and a weird way you could argue that partially at least that's due to the success of for the most part white people it's not only that but you know there's a vast overrepresentation on some of the technologies and things like this on this front uh, and again but it, it, Development progress is not always good. You know what I mean? We have to stop some of this stuff. We have to, but we don't do that. We just keep going until we hit the wall. But now we have the kind of technology that, like, you know, we could we could end life as we know it as a consequence of it. I, I hope the Greg Reese piece is just a, a crazy lunatic conspiracy theory, and none of that shit is is real. But if if even ten percent of what he's saying in that video is real, that's like that's fucking apocalyptic essentially like they're going after our food supply that's what i said before that's why we around these parts we buy our our eggs local we have we there's farms here we can you know contact and reach and we can buy directly from them and that's what you have to do where you have to move to an area where you can do that and if you don't have that in your area and if you're 
Look, it's easier said than done, but small steps. You have to start building towards these kinds of things. If you can't relocate, if you can't move, you have to start doing those kinds of things in your area. Seek out the right people. Be in a leader. Be a, be a leader. Be in a leadership position. Not everyone is a leader, but sometimes you have to step up at least and fill that gap and void until the leader shows up, who's able to pull the strings and pull people together and form that community that's necessary. Right? But we just we have to find our tribe. We have to f- seek each other out, no matter where you are, uh, all over the West, all over the wherever you are in the world. You know what I mean? And it's it's. The, the the technology right now, right? It's it's frightening when you do a deep dive into what what the consequences of this could be, right? And there's so many many threats right now, right? The the, the designer drugs, the the mall, this this piece goes into how the people are just injecting themselves with this uh, new drug developed by some Danish company, uh, Novo Nudisk, Novo Nudisk. They were de- developing some samaglutide. <clears throat> well, apparently you can just like eat shit, essentially, right? Or, like endless carbs and you know trans fats and all that stuff, and then just inject yourself with this, and uh, <clears throat> and you'll stay thin, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. And it's this sh- the shortcut lifestyle, right? The, the convenience thing. I'll just have the AI, uh, you know, uh, uh, book my schedule and compile everything for me. Uh, and uh, and that's what people are going to do. Uh, sh- laziness, right? That's what God is here. We got fucking lazy and complacent. <clears throat> that's why we're here, in a way. We need a reset. We need our reset. We need to reject this shit, the great reject, and then we need the great reset. Back to basics, in touch with nature, in tune with the shit that matters, right? That's what we need. Uh, and at some point, we might be forced to get there. Uh, but in the meantime, these people, I mean, are going to um, fucking ruin things if they get their way. <clears throat> we have to stop them? Well, oh, 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 well, so be it then, right? All right, anyway, guys, we're going to wrap up right there. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's great spending some time with you. Appreciate you. If you want to check out more Red Ice, Western Warrior, right up uh, now at RedIceMembers.com, our uh, latest members show. We have uh, tons of stuff in the archives there for you as well. Interviews, exclusive videos, of course, the member show, second hour, many of the interviews that we do. Uh, tons of stuff there for you. So check that out. Only 10 bucks a month. Uh, nothing. We need your support. We want your support. We want to continue to grow. You can also get a sub over at Odyssey or Subscribestar. Uh, occasionally, some people have had issues with it. If you do, you can always reach, reach us at redice.protonmail.com and let us know. Or you can use a backup at donorbox.org slash redice. Uh, that should work for you. Thank you. To our executive producers today as well, T. Lothrop, Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, Chalky Milk, good to see you, Chalky Milk, French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeebs, President Ubunga, Mongoose. We also have William Fox, Angry White Soccer Mom, The Second Wanderer, Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends, Francis Parker Yaki, Dill Bob, Last Place Simp, Joseph Hart, Purple Haze, and JP, one of our latest uh, executive producers. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Also, our producers, Mr. Walker, 696, Johan Son, Leroy Dumont, Snark Pup, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemry, Yuri Nu, Obadiah Hexwell, and our two latest editions, Single Action Army, and George Porge, <laughs> I think it is. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Uh, if you want 
one of those, check them out. You can get one at redassmembers.com. You can get it at Odyssey or Subscribestar as well. Uh, one is a producer tier. The other is an executive producer tier. Uh, it'll help us to continue to grow uh, Red Ice uh, against all the odds and against uh, opposition of those who are trying to shut us and so many other people down as well. So we appreciate you guys. Uh, we appreciate your support. Thank you. So we'll be back with more here soon. I think we're doing a uh, guest host Friday, by the way, but a usual back with uh, Flashback Friday, the normal time, 6 p.m. Eastern, midnight Central European time on uh, on uh, Fridays. Uh, then we do Western Warrior as well. Uh, and we're seeking right now as well uh, to uh, get some more people aboard so that we can alleviate some of the you know, stuff that we do around, you know, there's admin things, there are things that take time and all that stuff. So so that uh, those resources, if you want to put them towards uh, our way, that helps us tremendously uh, to to expand and actually do more as well. So thank you, guys. Uh, we appreciate you. Let me just make sure that we're caught up here so we didn't miss anybody. And then we'll wrap up here. Uh, Western Collapse, I think one more here. Henrik, uh, what are your thoughts on THOTS? That's funny, thoughts. Uh, on Europe, as I see it, Europe will economically collapse before America. Every time America prints money, uh, Europe prints even more. Uh, I mean, it's clear, and we did a long, actually, a long, but like a kind of an extended s segment on that, on the fall of the petrodollar in the latest uh, Western Warrior. Uh, so check that out if you're interested to. Uh, but just the you know the the way that the other countries are turning their while while Obama is like sorry Obama well he's he's Obama 2.0 right but it's the continuation of the Obama regime but Joe while Joe Biden I was gonna say while he juggles you know like diversity equity and inclusion and you know, virtue signaling about trannies and stuff like that uh, you know countries like China and Russia are getting together they're writing pacts they're creating a petro uh, one now, right, in opposition to the petrodollar. As soon as that happens, and as soon as you have a majority of countries walk in a way who's like maybe sick and fed up with, with America's, you know, uh, well, you know, bullying or whatever, they might join those countries. They might join, you know, the, Russia is trying to Africa, they're, they're you know, pivoting towards Africa right now like crazy. You know, is it going to work? There's other, you know, Questions you could raise is, is that, you know, they're trying to do something that the West uh, didn't do, but they're, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's two poles. The other one is on the rise. One is in decline. I, I, at the end of the day, I think that's intentional. That's, that's part of the, of the game plan in a way. They want a multipolar world. Uh, and maybe at some point they'll have a great war between these sides to kill, us, kill off even more of us. Who knows? Uh, but it's clear right now that they're weakening uh, some of the former superpowers and creating new ones. I mean, China is in a bad state. Uh, we've talked about that demographically. Their, their economy is bad, too. But frankly, just looking at some of the recent stuff here, they could potentially at least team up and kind of at least cluster together to such a degree that they can out um, <laughs> outperform uh, or at least, you know, make it longer than the U.S., as far as I know, they have they have debts and stuff, but it's not thirty trillion. I mean, you know, what I mean, it, it's yes, it's bad all over. It's bad in Europe. It's bad in America. But it's your your guess is as good as mine. It could collapse at any point. To be honest, um, either one of them. I'm surprised it haven't happened sooner. And the fact that it's just like petering along, it's just like it's weird. It's it's almost freaky because uh, you as you look at the burden uh, on these systems, right? But you know. The military is getting weakened and they, they want to have wars between these countries now. You know, the ammunition is running out. Europe is losing. Uh, they're giving everything to Ukraine and stuff. It's like they're intentionally like disarming us and just morally like gutting us essentially, right? Uh, 
ripe for invasion. But uh, no, it's anybody's guess. It could, it could fall at any point, to be honest. That's how bad it is. Uh, thank you, Wesson Collapse, for your support today. Lampshade Denier, thank you, appreciate that. I had a former friend uh, who was a vegan shitlib. She ate garbage food, drank and smoked. She looked like an old hag, and her health was failing her. But hey, that chick got to keep its egg. Fucking idiot. <laughs> it's a, that's funny. Uh, that chicken got to keep its egg. Yeah, exactly. That's a chick. Yeah, that chicken got to keep its egg. There you go, exactly. Yeah, that's, you know, they, they, they're convinced by this stuff, and they think it's going to work. It's crazy. Thank you. Uh, Spy Hunter, Hale Henrik, a long-time listener, first-time caller. Well, thank you. We should do a call-in show soon here, by the way. Uh, love the show. God be with you. Thank you. You as well. Appreciate you. Lampshade Denier one more time. Oh, and she had several abortions. Ugh. She kills her babies, but it's worried about a chicken egg. Yeah, exactly. The priorities are all screwed up with some of these people. Uh, it's scary, isn't it? All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for your support today. We appreciate all of you. Much love to all of you. We'll be back with more soon. Uh, no matter uh, no matter what happens, we'll be here for as long as we can and uh, ride out the storm uh, uh, with you. And we got to learn to enjoy it too. Ride the tiger, ride the wave uh, of the um, of the chaos that is coming. Uh, we got to just do it well. We got to enjoy it. That's the point. See you guys later. Take care. Thank you for watching. Go to RedIceMembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content. Don't miss our latest shows, interviews, and other videos only for subscribers. You can also become a member by signing up at Subscribestar.com forward slash RedIce. Get full access and help support our work. See you on the other side.